Warning, this podcast contains bad words and stories about drugs and sex and overthrowing the government. Proceed with caution. Thank you. And now on to our show. Wake up, brother, we got nothing to do. Let's go outside, just me and you, and build a fort. We'll pack a lunch, won't be home till after dark. Then after dinner, we can sneak back out. You know that high school girl I've been telling you about. Well, she gets undressed about a quarter to nine and we can watch her do it from the big old pie next door. She got a room on the second floor. Well, looks like another fucked up day in paradise. All right, so let's try this again. One, two, one, two, three. Hey, it's the Daughter of God cast. Okay, here we go again. Hey, it's the daughter of... Hi. Hi. Hello. Daughter of Godcast, season four, choice. This is uh, episode 160, Butterfly. Yep, I'm here with you today, today, in the Monarch Butterfly Sanctuary in northern Michigan. Uh, You can't really see it. But you can, actually you can see it here. This field behind me, um, it's mostly blocked by an apple tree, but this field and many other fields off in that direction uh, has been allowed to partially rewild. And uh, so there's milkweed popping up everywhere. And, uh, and the, so that means this summer we've been hosting a monarch butterfly party. Yeah. And so today I'm just going to, to riff... Um, I'm going to riff on an outline today, which I haven't done in quite a few episodes, mostly been scripted, uh, and say goodbye to the butterflies, who, who the last of the, butter, the monarch butterflies are heading off to go south on their great migration, which, uh, which is talked about in the Monarch X book I have, children's book that I have since I've, I've had that since I've, uh, since I've been a kid, and, um, and it's going to be in the movie. I'm, I'm actually here inviting a monarch butterfly uh, encounter. Because if, if I get a monarch butterfly encounter, I'll have this great scene for the movie. And anyway, so, yeah. I'll talk more about that in a sec. So, uh, I've still got some sloppy overlap going on. Yeah, sloppy, sloppy overlap. Um, so, this summer... Uh, we bought three Airstreams, two pretty big ones and one medium-sized one. Are all double axle, but the medium-sized one is 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 actually not that big. Um, probably like 20 feet, maybe something like that. Uh, the two big ones are scheduled to be emptied out and uh, and renovated with an open, spacious floor plan. It seems like the big ones what what Airstream was thinking back in the 70s and 60s and 70s and 80s was that if you're going to have a big Airstream, that means you're going to have a lot of people and that means you're going to have a lot of stuff 
And so these big Airstreams have a lot of cabinets and drawers and like, feels to me kind of claustrophobic. And since the outside of Airstreams are so cool, they're so cool, um, I, I would like to have the insides more in alignment with that outside feel. So that's the plan for this winter and, you know, kind of getting them in place and prepared for their winter changes that's been happening lately. Um, they're part of an ingenious scheme, these Airstreams. Why do I have them? Why am I getting these Airstreams? Um, and that's actually four Airstreams because there's the little one at the house that's been in a couple episodes and and now these, these new... Th these new three new ones that got bought in 2019 they're part of an ingenious scheme it's uh, perhaps perhaps the beginning of the uh, FTL fleet that I discussed way back way back in episode 039 if you want to go and check that out and again you, you don't have to go on iTunes if you're listening to this on iTunes unfortunately all the past episodes are just gone which is kind of a drag so you can just go to www.dog.movie and, and see them there if you'd like to watch these past episodes, which are pretty awesome. I mean, it's all these all these episodes have some have some gold buried in there. Which you can, with a little cognitive pickaxe, you can pull out that gold and it'll be your very own. Uh, anyway, so what is really happening with these Airstreams? Could they be part of an FTL fleet? Maybe. Um, maybe there's something else that's going to happen to them. Or maybe it's going to be con con consistent, whatever happens at the same time, whatever that is, coincidental uh, with the FTL fleet. Uh, uh, well, stay tuned. Stay tuned, and, and there's going to be certainly more podcast episodes about that, short of me getting struck by lightning or run over by a streetcar. Oh, uh, yeah, more podcast episodes are coming, and, and I'm going to talk about what those are for. Because it's all, it's all part of a big, ingenious scheme. Uh... Uh, that probably has something to do with movies. So it's okay to talk about it on this podcast, which is a podcast about movie making and the making of me and pretty much anything I want to talk about. Right. So that's the first chunk of sloppy overlap we got going on. Uh, the next chunk is the financials. So yeah, they're wrapping up now. There's still, there's still some little wavelets, humpiness to kind of get over. Most of the financials have been, have been handled, which is kind of amazing. Thank Thank the dog, thank Daughter of God for sharp, super cool CPAs like mine, um, who has been s amazing at, at helping me resolve a lot of tricky stuff. Yeah. So, uh, and, and again, mostly done, still a little bit of stuff to get through, and, and, uh, and I have to move through that. And, uh, and so that's number two. Number two... Um, sloppy overlap thing. And number three, physicality, both, both awesome and, well, it's all awesome, but you know, there's a little contrast in there. Uh, I'm more healed than broken now. You know, so remember I broke my, my collarbone and my radius on some sort of doohickey disaster. And, uh, 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 uh that's mostly better. You know, I, 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 I still have some range of motion issues that I'm going to work on because I want to get to a hundred, back to a hundred percent and then go to 120 percent or 123 uh, percent because that's all I just you know if, if I'm going to have something broken I want it to be way better than it was before why break it otherwise what's the point uh and so I've started this body weight workout regimen and that's exciting because not only will it in, not only will I become more beautiful I know it's hard to believe 
that I could actually be more beautiful than I currently am, but but I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to get more beautiful. That's it. Just, just decided to, and it's going to happen. So uh, not only am I going to get more beautiful, but these body weight exercises also are inherently um, uh, enhancing my badassery. So it's not like I'll just be like a big, hunky, beautiful guy who has to like, you know, tiptoe around. Um, no, I'll, I'm going to actually become not only more beautiful and amazing to see, to look at, but also I'll have way more capability to do crazy cool stuff with my body. Uh, all right, so a little bit of contrast now. This I've been sick for a while. This weaponized influenza a few days ago, it moved into my ear. And so I was like, oh man, and I, you know, did some, I did some hydrogen peroxide stuff and tried to get that to, tried to get that better. I ran, I've run out of, I've run out of grain alcohol, which is my go-to stuff for ear infections and I'm out of it. So I got to go down to West Virginia and get myself some more. But in the meantime, I tried some hydrogen peroxide and it kind of worked. It helped a little bit, but it, you know, a day or two went by and I was like, you know what? I just need, I need to find the path of least resistance here. And so, you know what? I just went to the doctor. Amazing. I went to the Western doctor and I, um, and she said, you know, I thought maybe I'd get some drops or whatever. And she's like, ah, here's some antibiotics. I'm like, ah, antibiotics, whatever. It's not really my thing. Um, but again, path of least resistance. What path of least resistance? Why not just do the thing that will be better? And it's amoxicillin. It's a very mild antibiotic. So I'm, yeah, fine. What, you know, yeah, I'm fine with it. It's great. And uh, that's helped a lot, actually. It's it. The ear is still, is still a little pressurized. There's no pain there, really, but there's still some pressure in there that hasn't yet released. Um, but this is the first morning I've woken up and been able to do this without any kind of weird gurgly noises happening. Um, and definitely still, <coughs> you know, and still it's still going on. But yeah, I'm I'm better. Uh, but it's kind of dragging on. It's kind of amazing how long it's dragged on for. Uh, so this is, and this is week whatever of this. I mean, I, I if you remember way back, I, I was riding in the car and I had that hoarse voice, whatever episode that was. Who's counting? Six weeks? Seven weeks? Yeah, it's a long time for me to be sick. I, it's not, not, uh, it's not typical. So those are the three physicality, sorry, those are the three uh, sloppy overlap components going on right now. The airstreams and whatever secret ingenious plan they belong to, my financials wrapping up, uh, my physicality, and uh, and so you know there's some other stuff going on. I'll not not even what I'm not even mention or I'm not even talking about the the movie studio project and the uh, Monarch Butterfly Sanctuary, um, but those can basically they they can be basically paused for now while I clear up other stuff. So, so that they're not, they're, they're definitely a big thing that I have to deal with. Uh, and, and, uh, uh, but I, I feel it's okay. I'm in a good place to just let them pause and, and be in stasis in suspended animation for a little bit longer. Um, and, and the thing about sloppy overlap is it's that all these things happen at the same time. It's one thing if I can do one thing and then another thing and then another thing you know, in sequence, but the, the whole issue of sloppy overlap, why I'm calling it that, is because all these things happen at the same time. And, and uh, that, that's, uh, that's not ideal. It's not optimal to have things, all sorts of projects going on, major projects going on all at the same time. 
Uh, so, the movie. The sloppy overlap is stuff that is, in theory, uh, cluttering up my ability to make the movie. So let's just talk about the movie now and uh, what, what's happening there. If you go to www.y.movie, you can see a post I've made there recently. Uh, um, an actor prepares, and that's me getting ready for to get back into the Uncle Joe, Buffalo Joe character. Uh, and that's you know, wearing my, my, my Buffalo Joe costume today. And, and one of the reasons I'm, I'm wearing this, I mentioned this before, is that I'm, the butterflies are, are almost out of here. They're, they're definitely making, uh, making ready to go. The last, of the, the last of the stragglers are taking off. Um, but I'm, I'm thinking if, I can, if I'm lucky, I could have an Uncle Joe moment with butterflies, which would be super cool uh, for, because I want to include this Monarch X book in, um, in uh, an earlier scene, and then there'd be this awesome connection with Monarch butterflies, blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to go into too much detail, but that's why I'm wearing this today. I'm thinking if I sit out in this field and do this podcast, maybe a butterfly will flutter around and land on me or go into this tree or something. How cool would that be? And then it'd be like, oh, and then Uncle Joe, uh, Buffalo Joe could speak to that butterfly briefly and they could have some communion. So, uh, um, and so I'm basically, if you think about it, I'm, I'm feeding by being here and doing this podcast <coughs> and being out in this field, <coughs> <clears throat> excuse me, uh, waiting for a, a butterfly encounter. I'm kind of feeding two butterflies with one flower. It's one way to look at it. Um, and, and so another thing I'm doing with Uncle Joe is I'm beginning to speak and, and think like he does, uh, like he might. And so I'm, I'm starting to get back into uh, trying to be his, uh, to his voice, to the Buffalo Joe voice. The, he's been traveling for a long time, so maybe he doesn't actually speak all that much. And maybe the language sounds, uh, feels unfamiliar to him when he's speaking. So he might be a little more uh, hesitant in his speech. So I'm working more on, on getting back into his character by talking more like Joe. And, and, and who is he? Who is Uncle Joe, really? I, I've actually delved back into the script and, and God, there's some some trouble with, not trouble, some missing pieces, it felt like missing pieces of the backstory that I really needed to get into and, and, and sort out. Um, gee, I, see, I keep sinking down here, I'm okay, I'll stand up again. Um, it's more comfortable to sink down, I should realize that in the future, not plan on standing up in an awkward position if I'm going to podcast for a while, especially this riffy, riffy stuff, um, where I'm not even looking at the screen. Uh, so I've been working on the script a little bit and, and realizing that there's some things that still need to sort of be, there's some things that still want to slot in. And so I'm slotting those things in and being like, all right, okay. Bye. And I also realized while I was doing the dishes and listening to Esther the other day, like, you know what? I just want to be careful not to try and add too much more detail. I just want enough detail. There should be sort of an optimal amount of fuzziness left in the backstory and it doesn't have to all be sorted out and figured out. It just has to have kind of a a flow, a flow. So, um, I'm also finalizing this, the scene that requires this beard, so I can get rid of this beard. Yes, that's going to be so good. Um, and these last two scenes, there's the scene with the beard and the scene that comes after the beard. They're kind of interlinked. It's Joe in the box, that's the one with the beard, and then Joe and Veronique. Um, 
and 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 what happens in the Veronique scene kind of is it's important to have it all kind of connect together because Joe with the box leads to Joe with Veronique and and yeah so anyway I, I have to make sure both those scenes are pretty much ready and the script is really really clear the concepts in the script are clear to me before I move forward um, but conceptually they're pretty nearly ready I just have a few more things to kind of to kind of figure out and smooth out uh, and then also the, the backstory, this also in, includes fleshing out the backstory with Joe and the clique. You know, he, he, there's this group of people, uh, who Joe is, belongs to, apparently, um, and, and what are their motivations and what are they doing and, and, and who are they exactly? And, and they're not exactly antagonists. They're not exactly antagonists in the traditional idea of being bad guys. Um, so, but they they definitely uh, they definitely play a role, and 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 that has to. I want to finesse that a little bit, and so I've been I've been cleaning that up as well. So some script work is going on, um, and and I can probably clear uh, wrap up that script work pretty quickly here, at least quickly enough to, to shoot the beard scene and then get this beard. Get rid of this beard. Yes. So that's episode 160, Butterfly, Daughter of God cast season four. Ever so gently, we resume production. Not making a big deal about this, no. Nothing happening here. Move along. Uh, maybe, just maybe, the podcasts are going to start being kind of more about the movie making from now on. Nope, no promises. No. Only so many summer days, beautiful summer days remain. And for continuity's sake, we got to get the most out of the green that we got left before it shifts to reds and oranges. The skies, the skies have started to get interesting. It's pretty azure blue clear today. Who paints the sunsets with the, with the nymphs and stuff? Oh, I forget his name now. Big cumulus clouds, all rainbow colored. That stuff has been happening, yeah, along with stormy menacing clouds and we like those for sure cinematic skies yeah